I've heard that noise before. Is it? It's been <gasps> so long. Could it? It can't. Is that the moon again? The moon is out. The light's so bright this evening. It's like I could reach out and touch it. Oh, guys! Guys! It's coming back! What's coming back? Moon Talk! Today on Moon Talk. Crash back to reality. Cash from technology. Also, solar mining in Scandinavia. And Facebook pumping crypto, but who's listening? Apparently everyone and their senators. This is Moon Talk. Cryptocurrency market capitalizations on CoinMarketCap.com at the time of recording on May 20th, 2019 are Bitcoin at $7,940.53, Ethereum at $252.58, Ripple at $39.66, cents, Bitcoin Cash at $411.79, EOS at $6.26, Litecoin at $91.53, Binance Coin at $29.06, Tether at $1.01, Stellar Lumens at 13.48 cents, Cardano at 8.45 cents. Man, I remember a time when I had a hundred percent more XRP value. <laughs> and <laughs> I miss those days. Those were the good old days. That was the race to a thousand days. No, yeah. that's, how, that's how you won the race to a thousand in that like is, a day. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I had been thinking recently. I was like, should we have another race? Like, because here's the other thing: a race to a million. I was thinking about that too, because I I could use some like uh, motivation to make some money trading. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, true. I, I've been I've been thinking the last couple days. I think I got a couple good paychecks. I think I'm ready to like put another chunk of money in, like a seat, like you know, like you know, like a decent amount of money. Yeah. And I'm like, this. Last couple of days has been, what coin do I put my money into? And I've heard a lot of really good things from a bunch of different people. Sounds to me like you need some uh, hardcore tarot fate to come out. You know, well, yeah, I think that, I think that what's great about, you know, us starting back up and getting into season two is that it, I get to focus on this stuff again. But I was like, do I put it all in Bitcoin? Because people have been saying Bitcoin. Do I want to stretch it out? I've heard Litecoin is a good hold. Yeah, that's what people are talking about. But, like, I'm in a similar position. Like, I'm ready to, like, maybe buy a little bit more crypto. But, uh, like, financially I'm ready. But, like, this pop just happened. And, I don't know, it's going to retrace a little bit, right? I don't know if you want to well, jump but... right back in. Or is it just fucking time? Because it's like, you know, at some point it'll be, you know, above 8,000 again. And I think that what the, what is different about what's happening right now is that we have been in a solid bear market for the last two years, oh. ever since, you know, Moontalk crashed. <laughs> <laughs> ever since we went into hiding. That's probably why Bitcoin has been doing so poorly. Because no one knew what was going on because we weren't talking about it. Yeah, nobody, right. nobody knew what was going on, and going hiding we are Chinese finally government. back. But I think that now we are in a bull market. Like, I think that oh, yeah. all signs point to being in a bull market, like the last couple... I think the last month has been really good for crypto. Yeah, I gotta totally. gotta ask you guys with all these crypto forecasters saying like, "Oh, we're back in the bull market." Like, do you think there's any validity to like them actually being like, "Yes, it's a bull market and we will see increases," or do you think it's just like throbbing horse crap? Because honestly, I I'm not stricken by any headline I've ever seen since we stopped. Uh, since we stopped the podcast, like, so you're just not buying the hype yet. It's like it's like pu- it's been pumping for a month, but you don't see it like I've continuing. Feel, I just feel like it's been a it's been a solid shill. And you know who I actually oh, blame the most? No, I don't, don't know. You man. know who I blame the most yeah. is is Donald Trump. Well, I, well. like <laughs> legit, it was it was unfolding like the most beautiful Chinese flower, and then <laughs> Trump had to go and start these like trade wars, and then like like. It's like whatever clown was pumping the balloons of Bitcoin like lost a job. I mean, I I think that there's something about the fact that um, was it the Dow dropped 600 points the other day? Yeah. And in that same day, Bitcoin crossed eight thousand dollars. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, they were doing that before too. I felt like the last time there was a pop, the stock market didn't do so great. Something like that. But, so you keep know, the I'm tariffs no coming. Yeah. yeah. More tariffs, <laughs> higher Bitcoin. Oh, I was looking at this earlier. Let's tank this capitalism thing. On, uh, 
I don't know. Coinbase's app has gotten a little more cool to look at recently. Really? Um, not for me. Well, you can. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there ain't nothing good. It's a very there, subjective. But you term. can look at a lot of charts there now, and they have they have all sorts of. They offer a lot more cryptocurrencies there, but they also will show you cryptocurrencies that they don't have on there. Oh, but really? um, I, I what it struck me when I was looking at this earlier was the month charts on a lot of these coins because we have Bitcoin is up forty nine percent, forty nine point two four as of right now. Uh, on the month. On the month. Huh? Think about oh, that. Fifty wow. percent growth, and a lot of them are are because because Ethereum was following. I was holding a lot of Ethereum. Not a lot. I mean, I had what I had left in my crypto. I had moved all into Ethereum, um, just for ease of transfer. And then when this whole Bitcoin pop started, or like a little bit after, I jumped in on the. I like moved it over. But um, Ethereum also forty six percent. It followed. Yeah. It followed, you know, not you three know, percent less, but that's a lot of these. A lot of the larger coins did do that. Follow Ripple also. Yeah. Um, so wait, let me. It's a twenty percent growth, but still, I mean, for a, a coin that was that was basically the the gist that I got from this past. Like we had like over the past five days or so, we've had a little mountain, more like a hill, peak up with Bitcoin, and then it smoothed out a little bit. We're above eight thousand right now as we speak. Well, not right? quite. No, we actually just dipped below eight in the last like few minutes since we started. Or we we started. It's it's, it's seven nine. Okay. Seven nine five. Yeah. See, that's okay, the thing so is like, I, it was at seventy six hundred, and I was like, oh, I should buy right now, and now it's all the way up at eight, and I don't know what I should do. Well, the thing is, well, every yeah. single every single currency spiked as that happened, and then every single currency dipped as that happened. Like, uh, here's the thing: I only listen to the price of Ripple mainly because it's my main hold, but also because there's so much fluctuation in Bitcoin because it's such a high dollar amount yeah but with ripple you can see more honest gain because if you go from let's say 29 cents to 30 cents that's an it's like a more accurate thermometer it's like celsius it's like the celsius of the crypto world and it went up with bitcoin and went equally down with bitcoin that's interesting that you say that because i was watching crypto omar bam and he was saying something similar about Ripple does really represent the health of crypto. It's not, though. Not <laughs> Hello. Siri wants to talk to me. I mean, in the last month, Ripple's seen 20%, whereas Ethereum and Bitcoin saw near 50 Yeah. in, in growth. But, I mean, I, I, I think that it is, it, it's been more steady. That's what I've been watching, because as I've been peeking in on the crypto over the last you know year and a half... Um, Ripple held on there. It was like it was holding like a solid like twenty five cents for a while. I think yeah. it probably dipped lower than that when everything was doing badly. But like I noticed it rebound along with my old friends Cardano and Cardano. Stellar Lumens. You can get Lumens on Coinbase now. I noticed. Cardano oh, that's good. B. I had sold out of all my Lumens. I don't know, several months ago when I sold out of most of my crypto to pay rent. But um. Uh, I kind of wish I had stayed over there. I mean, let me just let me just it's take a look. It's at eight cents right now. Is it uh, it's, it's, Lumens is at fourteen cents. Is it time oh, to check our, our, our block folio? Oh, check your block folio. Yeah, I, I don't my, I don't have a block folio anymore. Yeah, I've mine got this is Coinbase app. mine's all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, my, my I, block I, folio was all fucked up, and I wanted to keep a better record. My, my with crypto it, portfolio is kind of the the uh, electronic equivalent of digging up different holes and hiding your silver in the desert oh look at neo doing so well not what is well, yeah but... neo people are still talking about it when i searched cryptocurrency on google yesterday neo is still being talked about as like the chinese ethereum or like you know i, I think at this point it's kind of like ago. it was like remember neo was 300 400 dollars oh my god remember that shit what is I don't and it's at 12 dollars and eight cents right now not even in the top 10 on on coin market then yes. donald trump had a slap a tariff on soybeans yeah where's soybean coin mm -hmm. i would invest in soybean coin neo's it's up 10 percent on the month yeah wow it was at it was at what was the highest oh, neo is on. down 79 percent on the year Ooh. <laughs> but what is bitcoin on yeah, the year right? I'm, uh, that, that. I'm about to check that out right now but like i just feel like neo took such a hard crash to go from like Four hundred dollars to twelve dollars. That's makes you wonder if the Chinese government had anything to do with that. Maybe that's a homework assignment on our end. But, but you, what, oh, let's let's take guesses. Let's take guesses between you two. How how what do you think? Um, 
where do you think Bitcoin's at on one year from today, like beforehand? What what percentage do you think it's moved from one year ago mm-hmm. today? I would guess fifty two percent decrease 52% from decrease. this time a year ago. This time a year ago. So where would that be? Fifty two percent decrease. Fifty two percent would be back down basically where it was a month ago, which was uh, like uh, uh, six thousand dollars. It, it 6, never 000. hit. Four, it never really hit right. four thousand dollars. That's why I'm. I'm no, kind of like I don't think that yeah, it's gonna 4, go. 000, Four thousand. Yeah, I've been I've been waiting on Bitcoin. What do you think it was 4, a year 000. ago? I uh, probably around five or six. You know, dude, it's only it's it's uh dropped three point four eight percent since a year ago. What? So it's been That's around the same. It? Yeah, I, honestly, it's been, a year ago, it's felt it's felt like it's well, been around it's six up. to <laughs> to eight this entire time. It's it's been hovering in this kind of like. Above five thousand. Oh, you were thinking range. it was it was higher and had dropped like fifty percent. I was, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. again, it only went to eighteen. But yeah, that's what that, that's super... when I pulled this up. No, that's no, why I'm surprised, 20, didn't it? To see three point six percent drop on a year, it's like this is where it was a year ago. <laughs> so a year from now, stabilizing. Do you think Bitcoin's stabilizing? Does it want to be like a ten thousand dollar coin? Because we used to talk about that. I don't know. I I kind of think about it like we're getting ready to wake up the giant again. I think that we may see another run up to something like twenty five thousand. But I don't think it'll crash back down. To but like if it wants 10. to be a currency, is it going to have to stabilize if it wants to be a currency? Do you think it still wants to be a currency? For me, it's think about the sheer money that's on the sideline right now. So true, like, true. There, People are going to try to pump. Whatever like, they can it, out of it. I mean, like once it gets to the point, because right now I think we're waiting on a couple future uh, to get approved. Like I think there's an ETF, like there's the backed ETF that needs to get approved, and when those things happen, then sideline money, like like our dads, like. Gen, what do you call those people? Baby boomers. Baby, baby, boomers. Boomers. baby boomers. The baby boomers money's not in yet. This is all like you know, Dude, basically millennial. Never gonna come in. Their money's coming no in. Way. Because well, everybody's worried about money right now. Yeah, but they're not gonna invest in something that's hot and flashy. You'd be they surprised. Go... That's what do you think baby boomers spend their money on? Yeah, baby boomers love they hot, love and hot flash. flashy. They shit. go see John Wick three. You know, like that's because like they read the books. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, if you're a baby boomer, you're not trying to play the lottery again you're trying to collect on whatever lottery you've been playing the last 40 years but you gotta ask what are what are baby boomers gonna get by putting their money into technological funding because that's what like what is bitcoin really useful for when it comes to the grand scheme of your reality and for baby boomers if my dollar can buy me popcorn so I can go to the movies. That's good enough for me. Like, why do I need complex money? I already don't know how to use my cell phone. My grandkids are making fun of me on their VR. Well, they're VR. not thinking about it like that. I mean, if it's in their mutual fund, they, they're not even thinking about the fact that it's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they hear that it's like once it becomes like a mainstream thing that just happens, they don't, they're no, they don't really care. With, a lot of them don't really care what's happening with their mutual funds as long as it's like – it grows as long as it grows and it's like conservative or whatever if so at some point if it's conservative like a good idea to like put two percent of your shit into bitcoin then they'll just do it because that's what their financial advisor is saying exactly and that's what the financial advisor that's what's going to happen it'll be fine yeah that's what's going to happen and i think that's what's starting to happen right now i mean there's this year is the year where those etfs are getting approved you know Mm -hmm. hopefully Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why the bulls are coming out all of a sudden. There's been a lot of sideline money that's like, okay, I think this is the time to start investing because if I want to buy the dip, then 8000 is the dip. And so you can honestly think about this time right here kind of like October in 2017. Where it's, yeah, yeah, where it's like, okay, so it might pop back again. It may have another retrace. But I think that after the next retrace, we're not, it's not like we're going to go lower. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, you think you we're want... we think we're we're starting to climb. We're starting we're starting to climb now. The climb may look like a really controlled climb, but it will definitely have an initial pop once we get those things approved. I mean, also hodl on, hodl on, baby. Dude, hodl strong. Yeah, hodl strong. You know, Dante's accepts Bitcoin. I almost used some Bitcoin to buy sure. a drink there the other night, so night but I was like, I don't have enough that I would want to spend any. I was just like, oh, I did like make like eight dollars, eight dollars today on my Bitcoin. Um, Nobody's spending maybe Bitcoin can, right now. Maybe I could yeah, buy really a drink am. with it with that eight dollars, but I'm like, that's not worth it. Yeah, that eight dollars like, will be eight million dollars on the moon, baby. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> eight million dollars when I got Lambos to spare. On that hollow moon. In the future, we just buy things with Lambos. Yes, we just trade Lambos. 
So it'd be like Venezuela. It's like 4,000 Lambos, you know? <laughs> For a pack of gum, shit gets out of control. Everyone's <laughs> just driving around herds of Lambos <laughs> trying to get their That's groceries. That's when the aliens will finally come down and be like, all right, you guys are all self-driving, so they're like, taking over. Yeah. <laughs> what if, oh my God, what if you were just, there was all these self-driving cars that were used as forms of payment and they were just driving around in herds and everyone was just sitting at home and the Lambos were just kind of moving around because they owned them. And then at some point they just put the Lambos into the like blockchain and then it was just the blockchain again. But also think about those uh, fucking <laughs> Teslas that just drive themselves. That's and what shit. I'm saying. So we just get some, auto- yeah, I think it won't Tesla be Tesla Lambos. Lambos. Just, yeah. Well, Lambos at that point will be self-driving just like Teslas. Yeah. And they'll just be driving around. It'll it'll be it'll be an issue. That's all I'm saying. What if the self-driving cars become the dominant species on our planet? Yeah, I mean and they'll take that... up all the crypto. Wait like a minute. we will we'll be Do like we live in less the money. Universe? I Didn't mean essentially like some shit like if an alien came to Earth, they would think that cars were like the dominant species. Yeah, that's from, uh, that's from a, uh, Hitchhiker's, Guide, Hitchhiker's to Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, wow, nice. right. He was trying to like make friends with a car, and he tackles them out of the way, and that's how they meet. But the they do seem like the dominant species. I mean, yeah, the difference is like, that can actually happen now. A car in the future could like Skynet try to kill you, but like in like literally five <laughs> years, like they'll be all on some kind of neural network that we won't have access to. And then, I mean, they could just drive their way into Fort Knox and steal all the Bitcoin. Could you imagine if like cars did a hostile takeover and we were all just riding around it's in just, our Ubers and all of a sudden they just like <laughs> crashed the They start crashing Ubers into each other. Damn, that's a fucked up future it would be like the animatrix it would be like the animatrix oh, if yeah. all the of all those cars took over it'd be like the animatrix how they their prediction how that's going to come true anyways because well, i well i mean that's a we that's all a know that prediction. robots can take over we just don't know that's going to be specifically teslas yeah true oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean technology set, like, <laughs> that we can only uh think of as tesla technology at this point so the tesla now Money. has this thing where it's like an app where you can um Offer up, you can offer up your Tesla. Oh, really? Yeah, as like a rideshare. So you go to work, and then your Tesla works. And it, yeah. apparently, the return on that thing is like thirty k a year. Wow. Yeah, self-paying car. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's it's become a passive source of income to own a Tesla. Honestly, why doesn't Elon Wait, Musk a... just run for president? He he's the idiot, crazy billionaire tycoon that we really need, like creating the world. That's true. Not Trump, like, oh yeah, let's put I guess, gold yeah. toilets instead of ways to make money while you're working. At I'd your rather job. have Elon Musk than Trump, but I don't yeah. know if I'd really want Elon Musk as president in general. But if the bar is this low for presidents at this yeah, point, yeah, really, we it's I mean okay, Elon, Elon Musk is, or I mean, uh, Tim Howard or you, not Tim Howard, uh, Howard Tim, Schultz, uh, Howard Schultz Joe from Biden. Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Oh yeah, yeah well he's not. Did you see yeah, he said that. something like he would run? He's gonna run if anybody other than Joe Biden becomes a Democratic. He's gonna run as a third party. How petty? If anybody? Yeah, I know. How if petty? anybody? Because he wants Joe Biden. Because he wants he What's wants the to, math. He wants his whole ego rubbed off. There is no math. And that's the whole thing is that he just wants to beat Trump. His whole thing is he wants to beat Trump, but he thinks that yeah, nobody wants he wants you know he doesn't want Bernie Sanders because that would be too progressive. Right, but you but his his deal is he says with Joe Biden, if if anyone other than Joe Biden gets the nomination, then, then he's he'll gonna run. run as a third party. Yeah, asshole. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, really. Just to make sure that Trump wins again. I was gonna yeah. say what? How is that going to improve the? as we see it in any way shape or form it won't well i mean we should all just consider the fact that trump is going to win it again I'm dude gonna... i've been considering that since yeah. he got elected the first time i'm like this dude is going to be in here for eight fucking years yeah and there's just nothing we can do about it nothing we can yeah. do about it and now it's time for coin so this week on tarot coin i'm going to elect our very own clifton Jay Holtznoggle. <laughs> I don't know what Clifton's middle name is, but I'm going to have him <laughs> sift through the magic hat and pull out which coin we should look into the future. 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 I'm reaching into the hat, and the hat is filled with folded pieces of paper, post-it notes to be exact, and on each post-it note we've written a cryptocurrency that we would like to see the future of. So which coin will it be? Looks like we'll be looking into Tron. (laughs) 
Very messy. <laughs> Tron has a very messy future before we even flip the cards. All right, here we go. A reminder to our guests listening in. We are doing these in Espanol. La Templanza. Inverted. The Eight of Swords. Inverted. And La Emperatriz. Not inverted. All right. So our first card, we have an angel having two golden chalices moving the fortune of one chalice into the fortune of the lower. The sun is in the background. There's a field of wild behind them. A path that leads all the way into the water. Now, in normalcy, this card would mean the passage of good fortune into better fortune's cup. But remember, this is inverted. So this angel that's delivering this fortune from one to the next is actually giving more of a sign of fortune flowing, almost seeping from the wild out back into the desert. Now that is the past. So, anybody who's held Tron in the past year, they probably had some hard reckoning to do. Maybe you shouldn't have sold all that ripple to give it to Tron. That was in the past. At present, we have the Eight of Swords. A woman tied in the middle of an arid desert outside the kingdom with eight swords just kind of chilling right next to her, dug into the ground. So at present, while you may feel that you're in some way, shape, or form bound by these awful, almost murderous decisions you've made, it's your perception that's hitting you. You're feeling as if this was the worst decision you could have possibly made. However, this is only your perception. What is actually occurring may be something more prosperous, may even be something that gives you hope, gives you sight, but that's clouded at this point, at present, because in the future, la empretriz, we have a woman basking on a throne in the middle of a wheat field. Remember, wheat is abundance. All around her is nothing more than the fruits of honest labor. And also a very feminine energy. The feminine is to be fertile. And when you're fertile, that means that things are growing, things are flowing, and most importantly, things are going to get bigger. Just as the baby grows into the strong man, or woman, or they, or we, or us, will your Tron begin to flip? Maybe right now, you may feel as if nothing is going to change, that you'll always be in the desert. But don't give up hope. There's always wheat peeking out between the cracks of every crispy cliff. So saith coin moon talk moon talk moon talk okay so um as i was diving back into the cryptocurrency world online last night in preparation for this episode something popped out to me called libra and if you know anything about me you know i'm a libra also a libra also, also a libra not into libras philip and i have almost the same birthday andy I'm a Gemini, yo. Has, this is a podcast of air signs, if you didn't know that. Yeah, if you From couldn't tell, we're already off a topic. <laughs> so, Libra is Facebook's new cryptocurrency. So on May 2nd, Facebook registered a new company called Libra Networks in Geneva, Switzerland. Hmm. And uh, that's according to Reuters.com. That's about all they said about it. But um, from what I've seen some other places online, it seems like they're trying to set up their own cryptocurrency blockchain network to um to do payments via facebook that's really interesting that it's in switzerland because i mean everything is oh swiss banking and it doesn't have the best rep for being legitimized not outside of you know cyber 
or just, you know, against the Emoluments Act, let's say. But, I mean, if you want your money in a super safe place, Switzerland is... Yeah, the go. Swiss are known for it, and uh, that's how you keep your keep your money tax free. But um, on May fourteenth, uh, Facebook hired two Coinbase compliance managers oh. um, to mm. their team. Wicked. Yeah, so that means they're definitely doing some work because on May 9th, the Senate uh, Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs sent an inquiry to Facebook asking them um, what the fuck they were doing. What the fuck do you think you're doing with that cryptocurrency, basically? Because. So it basically just, they, they want to know um, how they plan on using them. They, they, they sent uh, seven questions, and a lot of it has to do with uh, their knowledge of people's credit scores. It's a, it's a big privacy issue, is how, uh, how the Senate's looking at it. It's a privacy thing, because they already have so much information on people. Um, they they want to make sure that they're in compliance with the Fair Credit Report Act. So, um, and I'm not sure exactly... W- what it means but it had to do with some with like advertising also so it's like if you know people's credit scores you can like predatorily advertise things to them that's how i was reading it you know what i mean i mean they didn't say anything about that but um if you want you can go online it's only a two-page letter i read through the whole thing um um it was on a government website where where i found it but i found the article on reuters and they had a link the uh the chairman of the banking housing and urban affairs uh committee uh, is Mike Crapo? Mike Crapo? A Republican Wait, in Idaho. C R A P O. Crapo. Crapo. Mike Crapo. Crapo. <laughs> Chairman of that uh, the Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs uh, Committee from a Republican from Idaho, but the ranking member, the other dude whose name was on the bill or the uh, not the bill, uh, the other uh, senator whose name was on this inquiry was Sherrod Brown. Democrat from Ohio. Sherrod Brown. Good old Sherrod Brown. He's on, he's looking out for us. So um, seems to be a bipartisan effort, but I, I have a feeling that a lot of those committees are have to be bipartisan. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, with how evil the Republican government really is, every time that we see crypto in the news, there's this giant libertarian movement of Republicans that are really pushing for cryptocurrency to be made just Gucci with the government. And then there's one or two people who are the ultra-conservatives who are saying, over my dead body, we're going to take all the money and power away from the Federal Reserve. It really makes me wonder, as somebody who is invested in fair government, in, you know, small taxation, or just taxation, no taxation without representation, makes me wonder if investing in crypto and really wanting this market to achieve is rooting for the bad guys because the Republicans, and I mean the people who dead on for Trump, you know, uh, the guy from Texas, he, uh, he, who is that? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz yeah, yeah. is all about cryptocurrency. And it just really makes me wonder, is, are we on the right side of history? It's, you know, I've been wondering a lot about the ethics of cryptocurrency for a while. Because like we were talking about with, for example... It isn't even cryptocurrency, but the, the, the Tesla self-driving car being able to rent one of those out for yourself. Because now you can uh, potentially have a self-driving car be an Uber, drive, Uber driver for you while you're working and uh, make but money on its own. it be... Oh. Which would be great. Which is great if you can afford a $30,000 car. And there's a lot of people who can't or don't feel like they can or are in so much debt that they can't imagine making a down payment on one. Well, you know, it's what a, I, what, a grub And is, I think is also a similar thing with cryptocurrency because when you're poor, you're just trying to pay and then, you know, and so it, I think it's a barrier to entry. Yeah, well, what, what's so interesting about the Tesla example is that um, what the the main concern was that he was going to release this this first automated car and it'd be way expensive, way too expensive for people. But he actually is pushing the price down to thirty five k, which right. is like that's like what a new car costs. Right. No, I know. And so I think that. But there's a lot it, of people who can't. Who, there's a lot of people who can't afford that, and that that has more to do with late stage capitalism than him absolutely. setting a, a fair price for totally, his car. Totally. But I think thirty five k is a really fair price for that car. And if you think about the fact that you can earn thirty thousand dollars in a year, it's really just an investment. It's a matter of taking out a loan. I'm, I'm sorry. So you don't, can start. Don't you already make a car payment on a thirty thousand dollar car? I mean, I, who in this building that we're in right now 
paid straight up money. Like I showed yeah. up with twenty two thousand dollars to buy my Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, I bought my car off Craigslist. But okay, also, but I'm talking about but, going to a dealership. But how does that affect insurance too? and all of that? I mean, most people lease. Let's be honest, or at least have been in a part of their lives where they have leased. So yeah. leasing a thirty five thousand, like what is that, four hundred a month? If you have decent, yeah. Credit, but think about that. If you lease a, if totally you lease that affordable. car. Does that mean that you get to earn on that car? Because if you lease the car, then essentially what you're doing is... See, that's, that's, yeah. that's well, one of the things that with automation like that's coming thing. in. That's one of the things with automation that's like, okay, if my job could be taken by a robot, can I have the um, privilege to own that robot? Or do I have the right to own that robot? Because you think about these robots that they put into factories. Like I do this, do factory work with machines. It's like... If they found a machine that could do my job, I'd be shit out of luck. But what if I could be like, I've got a machine that could do the job for you and then rent them my machine? It just wouldn't work like that. It's just like, I, I think that, yeah, they're going to take that revenue out of well, people's hands. Well, that does work. It's just if you're if doing it leasing, through Tesla, if you're doing it through Tesla, then you get whatever dollar Tesla allows. But if you do it through Uber, you have two companies competing for the right to that money that you're going to make them. Right. I can just see how you run into issues with leasing with like how the companies, the, the, the large companies are going to try to continue to pull in as much money off of this stuff as possible. Oh, yeah. And keep hoarding wealth. Yeah, but you well, know, it's interesting expect- because it's like it, the future of work is like passive incomes that you basically get from all of these di- these different little automated sources. So, eventually, I mean, maybe right now there's all this like weird, you know, kind of bureaucracy around who gets the money and how much percentage because think about uber is kind of in a weird situation where the person who drives the car owns the car but also gets has to get paid by this third party company for driving people around in their own car i i have this new idea about what what the real point of wealth is and i had this thought the other day what if as i walk into a room things are being created for me in front of me without me actually having to do any output work. I simply walk somewhere and someone sets up a table to make me money. Yeah. They make money off of whatever the product is or whatever the service is, but as long as I can see my wealth arise in a machine way that I don't actually... Think about think That's about your job right now. That's what CEO thinks want, like all the time. I want everyone listening to think... How you machine your body to do your work, whether you're a surgeon, whether you're working in a shop, if you're an actor, if you're a politician. Hell, radio DJs need to machine their voice. Yeah. So how can you machine your body and have things come up and make you money without you actually having to move a finger? That's what wealth has to become. This is such a but millennial who does that conversation. Leave behind, though, I think the question is because yeah. I think that that is that is partially just a, another part of the move to late stage capitalism because that'll leave another set of people behind. And oh, millions! So many millions! Well, that's so, why we just have to make sure that our system doesn't leave people behind. Like, it, I think that <laughs> we've been interest- doing a great job of that as a as a species ever since like capitalism started. So yeah, a well, plus humanity. <laughs> but if but if we could but if we could. I could, I mean, in a utopian future, if we could automate everything in a way that doesn't leave people behind, that's really like... That's uh, absolutely... I think well, we just need to make sure that as we move toward an automated future, we aren't leaving people behind. Yeah. Because the, 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 the progress so far has been leaving people behind, and the, the rich people get richer, and the poor people get poorer, and more people become poor, especially as wealth starts moving towards the top. And that is what's kind of scary about cryptocurrency, because probably what's going to happen is that the people with a lot of money are going to figure out how to make a lot of money with cryptocurrency and try to figure out how to block other people out or or even not even trying to block other people out but because it becomes a rich people's game then you can't make the money off of it and so yeah you know and it, it takes a certain amount of being like yeah i've got a couple hundred bucks to throw into cryptocurrency even a lot of people are rocking no savings. That's you know? true. And there's people out there who have way more cryptocurrency than, you know, anybody else. Like, but that's also right. true with money. That's also true with cows. Like if we're talking about a farm economy, just owning like like a cow is a thousand dollars a head. And if you're somebody that owns five thousand cows, think of that in wealth. 
Yeah. And and like you know they accrue it by having the cows make other cows. You know it's a self-sustaining resource, but there's an economy that's totally monopolized. I mean, if your fam, if you woke up and your family had five thousand cows, you're essentially a whale. Right. Of the cow industry. I mean, yeah, and that's the whole thing about competition. I think competition is going to be what has to change, is that we have to figure out a way to nav- navigate competition so that it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, I think that's why socialism. Like, I think that the whole Bernie Sanders approach is that socialism just needs to put kind of some barriers around capitalism so that it can't just run away. Yeah, from- I, 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 yeah, I think the the survival of the fittest mentality that capitalism tries to follow. Has, has led us to a point where it's it's just shutting a lot of people out and I, I and i just think that there's no reason that anyone in this country should or anyone on in the world honestly but seeing as it is like no one in this country should have to go hungry you know what yeah. i mean there's more than enough food it's just not in the right places necessarily and i i, I just don't i i think that we have a responsibility and the people with the most have a responsibility to... Um... But will they actually do the responsible thing? The senator from... No, I, I, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that today on the Senate, or this week on the Senate, was saying, we want to put an end to this because it's a threat to the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve's power... But, I mean, look at the Federal Reserve, who has held power economically for the past, what, 30, yeah. 60 years? Have they done anything to help the poor? Have they, honestly? The fact that there's such a wealth gap. There's so many poor people. And it's global, too. And this is America. That's it, so true, But though. I think that they've had the power. I they they it, really have. And this guy is really upset that he's... He's about to lose this power as a, senate, as a, a law-abiding senator... It makes me feel like cryptocurrency, what it does is it gives you the other side of the coin to go, so this sucks right here, but how does this side of the coin, what will that really do for for the human experience? But well, it, it's interesting that you say that because there's an argument also to be made that the private sector can help in ways that the public sector can't. And so... But should we expect that? And we, sh- and we shouldn't expect that, but I mean... and. I mean, it's a tricky thing to navigate, but it's like, let's just say certain people who are in the private sector have a lot more money. There's a lot of ways that they can offset things. Like, you know, like some dude just paid off everybody's oh, uh, student loan. Shout out. What's that guy's uh, name? What? I need to do a shout yeah, oh, out. Not everybody's. Everybody's student No, no. He paid off everybody's student loans at Morehouse College in the graduating class. He like he gave their commencement and then basically was like, "Hey, well, that's I cool, just paid off your student loans." But that's a, All a right. few thousand shout out. people. You know, shout what I mean? out because we're gonna forget about this. It's a good shout, shout out to out the man sure. who did it. His name is Robert F. Smith. This guy paid off every single one of Morehouse's students' college tuition. They get to start the rest of their college and employment lives free of student debt. Well, this yeah. guy shouldn't have to do that because I think that no one should have had to pay for college anyways. Under this, under under a system that we have, you know what I mean? Well, I think like, it's it's hard. It's, it's hard. amazing that he did it. Absolutely, but yeah. it, it, we shouldn't have to rely on the philanthropy of very rich people to make things happen. I think that 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 uh, at least for our very basics, education, food. I'm totally on board. And we with should that. move in that direction, but it also it also lets you know that there that things like this can happen as wealth starts to really accumulate. You know, like there's there's that's gonna be true. Few, that like people wealth, like Bill Gates don't he get to the his place. He fidelity where, in 2000. Yeah, people don't like Bill Gates don't get to the place where they can donate as much money as they do to places like Africa, unless there's some kind of like loosening of the the capitalist rules so that somebody can make that much money. And here's well, the thing: is like the, if Bill Gates didn't exist, would that money be going to Africa? Period. But I mean, let's be real. The, they just testified on the Senate that we shouldn't have. Sites like, uh, what's the group site where, donate to me, give me money. GoFundMe? GoFundMe shouldn't be a part of your health insurance payment oh, for sure. plan. That, yeah. But literally, in our experience as people living in the last uh, 10 years, 2009, how many GoFundMes have you seen because some dude needed yeah. one surgery? Not seven, not this whole bundle of surgeries to make sure he's actually healthy, just the one set him back so hard that 
you gave a dollar, maybe you gave 20 if you really knew them, but maybe more. I might just be a cheap ass. But that's the reality that we're living in with the Federal Reserve System. Right. So they kind of they kind of shit the bed. Is it time for crypto? Yeah, I think and crypto basically creates like imagine if we were millionaires. I mean, imagine if but millennials became millionaires. But we're not. Right. So you could say the same thing about the they're, Apple clan because they invested early. But if you didn't, then you're just you're shut out of that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be there will be millennial millionaires. There are millennial millionaires, and there might be people like us who are millionaires off of cryptocurrency. But it's not going to be like everybody. You know what I mean? Oh, it'll be good. It'll be good. It for never the, will be. The, There's the always going to be someone that's not going to right, jump but, in on but something. I th- but I think that what we have to be careful of is that as the wealth condenses near the top, it's not just that there's like groups of people that have a large amount of money and it's going to start shutting other people out. I think what's really great about the blockchain, I think it already is, but I I think what uh, our responsibility in creating a new currency is to figure out ways for that cycle to not continue. With blockchain, blockchain technology, one thing that I heard is that there's a blockchain where you can take your plastic and you can donate your plastic into this cryptocurrency. You can get paid out in cryptocurrency or you can pass that cryptocurrency on to someone who needs it, someone who is collecting plastic for a living. And so this is a way to get plastic recycled, um, give a value to plastic that people want and um, giving a value to plastic, but it it also allows for the philanthropy. And I think that, that we need to find ways that we can make things that are actually valuable to us valuable. And I think the collection and recycling of plastic is one of them because every piece of plastic that's ever been created is still on the planet today. Right. Yeah, wild. And so... And we're, and we're making so And we're so making much so much more. new plastic. You know, I, I think that, you know, ways like that that have a tangible effect to make the world better, if we can figure out ways to use blockchain technology for that, that's where really where we should be going. And I think that people are really creative. What... I, Honestly, I feel like what the blockchain projects that I've seen come out have been there's been so many cool ones that decentralize so many different things. Like, I mean, this is not necessarily on the blockchain right now, but uh, Sweatcoin is so cool because it's like you What's get Sweatcoin, you earn coins for walking. Oh and fuck yeah! Yeah, and so it's like it's like a step counter, but it also earns cryptocurrency as you walk. We're creating different ways and systems for people to earn money or, or earn their living and so i don't i think that what We're we have to do is we have to it. think about the way like people don't have to necessarily work in the common sense of work they just have to earn income to to have a sustainable life so what if like sweat coin was literally a way that you could earn your living was just by being healthy how okay so my my, my question about sweat what coin if you got a bad like, thyroid how how does that how does walking mine you crypto? Because that's basically what it's doing. Are you, is it while you're running the app? It's like, yeah, you run the app. Okay. And that's, and that's, um, it's mining entropy. It's interesting though. I don't know. Yeah. That's uh yeah. As long as I can gain value. No, I like it though. If, if, I think that if we can so, find so tangible what about, ways, what about solar mining? I mean, solar you're, mining, you're just like, you're finding different ways to just like monetize the sun. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So like, one of the big things that I hear about crypto a lot when I talk about crypto to people who didn't get in on crypto, <laughs> this will be like, but you know how much electricity like so it takes. Normies. To, you know how much electricity it takes to like make a Bitcoin. I'm like, yeah, I know it's a lot of electricity. So I looked it up. Um, Bitcoin mining. Uh, Bitcoin miners use 61.5 terawatt hours of energy every year. 61.5 terawatt hours of energy every oh, year. Wow. Total. Uh, Switzerland uses uh, about the same amount, um, uh, and it's also the same as about 5.6 million homes in the U.S. Oh wow! Is how much is how much electricity Bitcoin is using every year? Okay. okay. Um, one transaction is uh, 250,000 Visa transactions. That amount of electricity, or two weeks Whoa. of one U.S. household to mine to transact with Bitcoin. Not well, that that's I- efficient. <laughs> no, exactly. So, thinking about we have to think about these other crypto. There are other cryptocurrencies out there that have yeah. lower amounts of electricity, and that's their thing. Nav is carbon neutral as of this year. Nav is carbon neutral. How much money is Nav? Like to buy right now? 20, like twenty-two cents general. a coin. Twenty-two cents. Yeah. I then. Yeah, I like that. I forgot it, that I have two thousand. Ripple was now. like a dollar coin. They were like yeah. a dollar coin. Is that yeah. right? 
Yeah. How have you? So you've been mining nav all this time. No, I've been you stake nav. You don't. Okay, mine but you it. but you've been staking. Do you have like a crap ton more now? No, because I actually stopped staking it because I put it. I wanted to take it off the 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 internet. Oh, the okay. Internet. Yeah, mine's. I think mine's still on there. I don't think I ever transferred it into my. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> geez, it's been so long. Your ledger. The ledger. The ledger nano. Anyways. Buy Ledger Nano. Great company. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they are not sponsoring us, but should. Ledger Nano for your Bitcoin shit. To be honest, the one topic that I had was that I wanted to say to everybody, take your cryptocurrency off of your exchanges. Well, this is a PSA duh. for everybody who listens to this, that that person who listens to this. <laughs> welcome to, welcome listens, to cryptocurrency. Welcome to we were there too. Take your money off of the exchange <laughs> as quick as possible because Cryptopia just went down. And I had money on Cryptopia. And so, like, sometimes websites just go away. And so, next thing you know, you turn around, Bitrix is gone. And it's like, oh, well. (laughs) Where was my... Why you have to do the sensible thing and... Where was my life safe? Yeah, where go? (laughs) Sew all of your ledgers into your mattress. So, just... just (laughs) Don't tell them where you put it, Andy. (laughs) Well... Time to get a new mattress. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. So that's just my little PSA I wanted to throw in there. That's a good PSA. Um, but I was going. I, I just yeah. wanted to get to, to solar mining because so use all this electricity. Use all this electricity to mine it. And um, I've been doing some some garden work for this uh, couple, and they have a, a a Nissan Leaf and one of them new Teslas. And so they, they charge them Bitcoin. off of a solar panel. Yeah, that's straight up. Awesome. So I was. Th- I, it made me think like, can you mine solar? Can you mine crypto with solar power? You can mine crypto with a Tesla. Hmm. You can also apparently store electricity from a thing onto a Tesla battery and then use it for other yeah. things. Anyways, so yeah, you can mine with it. And actually, the founder of BTCX, Christian Ander, it's a it's a Swedish exchange, um, online exchange. Um, he started mining at home with some solar panels, according to what he said on Reddit, and it cut the cost of his mining by seventy five percent. Not just because. It did. It's the um, not just the energy cost that you're paying, but the uh, the transfer uh, the taxes on the energy that you're paying. So it's like there's like this tran- uh, this grid transfer tax. So also I think if you keep it off of the actual grid, like then because sometimes when you when you link solar panels into your house, it goes in through the grid and like cycles back right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But take it off of that. You get rid of the tax that you use for using the grid, and you can just do it straight into your miner. Is wow. that illegal? He's in Sweden right now. It He's is. in Sweden. Okay. He is in Sweden, and uh, so I, I so I, I clicked through to that uh, that that Reddit thread, and people on uh, were, were pretty incredulous in the comments, to say the least. Um, <laughs> they they didn't believe that it would really you could get that much, or that it would be like. Um, uh, cost effective and someone was saying that in the u.s it might not be cost effective because of how shit works but i don't know in sweden they maybe a little bit more ahead on solar things yeah i was gonna I say mean, it just depends on the different passive things that you um you have all at one time so maybe you do one thing is solar one thing is you know your tesla's driving around for people and then you're also staking your coins and you're walking all, a whole bunch <laughs> and that's your whole Dude, lifestyle i could get down with that i just stand on a treadmill while i'm on the computer <laughs> And then also just be outside when I want to be outside, which would be most of the time. Exactly. Dude, see, the thing about those Teslas is you, you're not allowed to use a self-driving car in one of the states right now. Like, yeah. like you can't just let a car drive around with no driver. Yeah, I, I think that that's all going to change really quickly. maybe though. the point is, because then it's like you could rent it out as like someone else could sit in the seat. Yeah. Maybe. But then it's then it's just the same as a car to go, and then it couldn't like drive around and pick people up because that that's when it gets lit, is yeah. like when that thing's just buzzing around and like with its computer brain figuring out the best rides to take. Yeah, just on electric solar power. That's what I'm saying. It's just like I mean that's not happening right now, but that is in our very near future. And so that's just one of those great things we get to look ahead at, you know, in the next four years. Well. Yeah. So I ran across a couple of quotes when I was looking through some cryptocurrency stuff. And uh, this one is from uh, the president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko. Yeah, I've heard this name before. Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, the president. He says, in this translation to English, admittedly, this is good, though. This is good, you guys. You are my children. I've created you with my own hands as well as I could. You wanted cryptocurrency, crypto exchanges, crypto mining, and the rest. 
You wanted to set up the uh, you, you wanted you wanted to set up the farms. Now you are grown up and can suggest where we move on from here. So, he's basically saying let's mine cryptocurrency in Belarus because um China is China. Yeah. China. <laughs> China is uh, outlawing domestic mining. Um, I don't know where they are in that process. I, I, I don't know the, the, the full details of where they are in that. No, I, I've heard about that. They're, the government does not, they're not friendly to crypto. In any case, a lot of Eastern European countries are uh, swooping in to fill the void. They're saying, yes, indeedy, we would like to mine some cryptocurrency. So uh, he stressed infrastructure when he was talking about it. Um, and he also, uh, he started uh, putting in, well, they started to construct uh, crypto mining facilities right near their uh, nuclear plant. So wow. this will be nuclear energy so this is gonna mining be like crypto, energy village. Which oh is my gosh! Energy so money village. About that because there are a lot of implications to nuclear. That's energy. how you get to the are moon. Are people going to be firing up their nuclear power plants to be mining cryptocurrency? God it damn right like they are because they're be Eastern happening. European. They love that nuclear power. Hey, hey Clifton. But uh, Georgia, yeah. the country of Georgia, just sold 45 acres of land to uh, Buy Fury, which is a uh, San Francisco company, wow. and created tax-free oh, zones for crypto. Oh my um, gosh! So also oh, something Georgia. that happened is a uh, uh, Buy Fury put Georgia's land registry onto a blockchain, so they helped them out with their government, put That's some of their uh, land registry onto a blockchain, <laughs> and so now uh, they have. It's just 45, 45 acres isn't huge, but it's not insignificant to set up. I mean, yeah, it's probably what are they setting up? I mean, this is like machines. a bunch of, you know, the big warehouse full of computers and yeah. graphics cards or whatever they're going to be doing there. Tax-free zones, you know. So that was uh, from ambcrypto.com. I uh, found that article there. And this is all uh, – so interesting stuff. Interesting stuff happening in the world of isn't, crypto. Isn't that just colonization but on a technological scale? Yeah. Absolutely. And so I think, yeah, because we're going to be creating all this wealth – at what cost? At the cost Wait, of people of the countries being willing to use nuclear power or something that might not be so good for them. It's just like the mining of um, hazardous metals in, right. um, in a lot of third world countries where they break down cell phones for the for the precious metals inside. Yeah, wow. That's, that's incredible. And, you know, it makes me wonder, maybe that's the kind of place you want to move to. It's like a place where you can, like, really live in a sustainable crypto lifestyle. Hey, you I know, hear they have a lot of good sweet tea in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, getting yeah. cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried, man. Uh, more Eastern European news. This happened today. The new president of Ukraine, Zelensky, he, the, the former comedian, he just today got inaugurated. His parliament oh, right. didn't do shit for him. They, he said, "You stop enriching yourself and sign this bill saying you will," and they didn't. This motherfucker just canceled parliament. He disbanded his entire parliament, just like he did in his TV show, and he literally, like, they're all fired as of right now. He has the power to do that? He does now. <laughs> he does now. He just That's some it. Trump shit. Dude, it's is... some Trump shit, but this guy's apparently supposed to be, like, the, the nega-Trump. Yeah. Uh, he's doing this for the people as opposed to for, you know, the, the elite, the conservatism. Um. And is, you know what the real question is? Is that guy going to try and jump into cryptocurrency? Because Ukraine is trying to reinvent itself as a nation that of ultra-greedy to as a nation of the peoples. You know, maybe yeah. even a communist, uh, a neo-communistic looking at way of looking at it. But we'll see what he says about cryptocurrency and whether or not he wants to go thumbs up or thumbs down. Well, you know, hopefully it'll be good for crypto. Who would be the best Democratic candidate for crypto? Like Pete Buttigieg? Buttigieg? I mean, I don't know. I Maybe. I I haven't heard a whole lot of policy stuff, but I haven't been looking. You're 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 Yang Gang. What do you uh What do you think? Yang I know Yang. Yeah, I know Yang accepts crypto on his website. He accepts it. Yeah. Oh, like you can well, donate. And to he crypto? said, and he had this whole time where he said, um, he was like, he was like, we just need to clear, we just need to clear up the legislation so crypto can find, like, can breathe. Basically, so crypto can like figure out what it wants to do. Essentially, we're in a petri dish that we're trying to burn. Like we're trying to burn cigarette holes into like no fuck this Bitcoin germ. And yeah. it's just it's just growing out of control. So 
Well, I think, yeah, he says we just need to figure out what the regulation is so crypto can fi- can just go do its thing as opposed to, like, is always it, being is in this Is it good week. to have something like an asset that that's, vol- that's that volatile, though? Is it, like, good? Whether or not it is or isn't, we got a big-ass one called Bitcoin that's just sitting there. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's there. It's never existed before. It's true. It's the people's money. It's kind of just a germ of Yeah, it's all not like they can legislate wealth. the fucking stock market to be stable. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they do, I mean, yeah. Well, it's they a good used question, to though, we didn't like, have an orange hat for president. Like, I do feel like a lot of, like, people who are making a lot of money off the stock market should be uh, paying taxes, but then it comes to crypto, and I'm like, oh, I wait, just that's got money. this money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that crypto, you know. <laughs> I think crypto, you know, too. Yeah, you know. Is that the end? <laughs> is that the end? Is it the end? I think this is just the beginning. Just uh, the beginning. Of season two. Glad to be back, guys. This is Phil Johnson Live on Twitter and Instagram. Andy H. You know where to find me. And this is Clifton. This has been Moon Talk. If you'd like to if you'd like to get in touch with us or ask us any questions about cryptocurrency, feel free to Email us at moontalkpodcast at gmail.com. Send us, a, send us an email. Um, you can get in touch with us uh, if you email us at moontalkpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on our Instagram at uh, moontalkpodcast at Tom. Available <laughs> at all logs. Fuck, this fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>